had an adventure last night. During that window of 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. when I had my heat on, I had a dream that you were like a villain. Oh, no. Yeah. And you, um, you I don't know if kidnap's the right word, because you, you, like, you had me and my family on a sort of, like, nine-to-five house arrest. Like, we had to show up every day, and you would just, like, find ways to torture us. Like, not rude ways. Very, very 2019-type ways. Like, our cell service was out, <laughs> and you wouldn't let us eat. And... Uh, I think we were on the hunt for toilet paper at one point, and you just wouldn't let us have that. So it's just like weird. I remember feeling sort of fearful and sort of just like, I'm not, this is okay. This is not the worst thing. Hey, everyone. Welcome to, or welcome back to, the Flowcast. This is the podcast for information and inspiration on your journey to finding your flow. My name's RJ, and I'm joined by my co-host, Telsey, and together we explore topics surrounding flow, as well as lead by inspiration through our own passions and those of the guests that we interview. So let's dive right in. So yeah, welcome back. Yeah, It's been a couple of weeks. It has been a couple of weeks since you've been around so i i've kind of alluded to it a couple of times uh with with carly the first week you were Mm -hmm. gone but where were you what were you doing (laughs) i uh yeah so i was off the first couple weeks of december in toronto doing um my matt pilates teacher training because i need that in order to teach pilates starting in the new year so it was uh it was 11 days of intensive fun and lots of core work and lots of learning and mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely tired but I am I, I couldn't say this enough I am so grateful for that experience and it was it was really it was cool to like realize that I don't know it all like I kind of went in there with a bit of an ego being like I don't know I've been in training for so long I've been studying the body my whole life I've been in movement my whole life like mm-hmm. this is going to be easy for me like the uh, like the physiology everything aspect, or, I thought okay. I thought the movements were going to be something that I was like you know pretty good at because I do stability work all the time and the yeah the physiology like I was almost annoyed that I had to take it because I was like what is this going to be nope we learned so many new things, so that was really cool, and I was really humbled by it. Mm-hmm. I had to put my ego aside, um, and I'm that's pretty much what what I'm so blown away by is that Pilates goes so much deeper into the body than any other fitness modality that I've personally studied. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a good experience. That is really cool. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. I can uh, I can relate because I've been doing Pilates with Kent for yeah, about right. two months now. Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. And uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> my mind's starting to be blown by these new things I'm learning about how I thought I was moving pretty well, but uh, right? I'm not or areas yeah. I thought I was fairly flexible in, but I'm actually compensating with, with like, for example, hamstrings in particular um, are actually surprisingly tight because mm. when I think of being able to touch my toes it's actually like a lot of low back rounding is what i'm doing instead of and i learned that the low back's not supposed to move at all so no rounding at all for like for for hamstring flexibility for a healthy spine Mm. it's like your your t-spine's good to move 
Your cervical spine's good to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your low back can extend and flex a little bit, yep. but it's not really supposed to do a whole lot. So even when you roll over oh. and like do a forward fold, you're supposed to be relatively flat in your lumbar, and most of us don't do that. Right. So we think we're flexible in our hamstrings, just like mm-hmm. you said, but we're actually causing a lot of low back pain, discomfort. Mm. It's crazy. It is, yeah. And I mean, uh, so obviously... In, in like the world of strongman and powerlifting. And uh, this is something that isn't talked about quite as much. It's talked about from a different perspective because mm-hmm. most often that's the kind of general advice you get when you're, whether you're doing, you know, for reps or if you're doing something as the warm up, but then it's kind of like, you know, maximal lifting's not proper lifting in a lot of ways sure and if you're going for a world record in something uh form starts to break down yeah but i think the root of it still is essentially the same which is that it's ideally you know you want to be able to keep that form for Mm -hmm. as long as possible with as much weight as possible before it starts to break down and you know we see world record deadlifts where somebody's like <laughs> completely like curled oh, it over hurts and it's me like, to see that. It's like doing, what's the um i think is it called a, a jefferson curl is that the spine curling sure. did movement they, did they call it i don't know um there, it's like a i usually turn my my eyes mm. and that happens because <laughs> it just it scares me so much <laughs> but, but it's like it's as much of a even even to the point of having that rounded upper back so that you've got the lockout that counts for the judges, right. you know, yeah. the top of the body is rounded over yeah. still, Just but like as long as the hips, and your hips yeah. in line and you're good, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a clean lift apparently. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's cool that you, uh, got all that, um, extra information and yeah. I didn't realize, so it was, it was like mostly than you said mat pilates then so you have to do mat pilates before you can do the reformer mm. certification so it's in levels um at least every every pilates i guess school for lack of a better word that we looked at like level one is mat level two is reformer and level three is like they have all these contraptions <laughs> so like the cadillac and the springboard and all these like fancy pieces of equipment that yep. look really bizarre um but they also i guess the apparently what I learned was just the tip of the iceberg in terms of like biomechanics and how mm. the body works. Um, and so level two is like a deeper dive into that. And then oh, they okay. add the reformer as a tool to complement what you learn. So I will have to do the reformer at some point. I think gotcha. they offer it again in February or something like that. So we're talking about that. Mm. Um, but I will be teaching reforma before I'm certified in it using this knowledge. Sure. Um, because they do overlap. Like the, the the theory is all there. It's just using the machine mm-hmm. and applying that theory at the same time. Right. Cool. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I guess so the the big you know, it's it's been announced if you for a lot of people I'm sure are are following you directly on, on Instagram or online and yeah, uh, and so you are now gonna be doing some Pilates in- yeah. instructions at, um, at sweat happy wellness. Yes, I am. Oh, this is, it's going to be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm teaching, um, oh, pretty much every day of the week, either here in town or in Lindsay. 
uh, doing reformer Pilates and I also do privates. So it's kind of like personal training, but it's just, it's that one-on-one. You do that with Ken, right? So yeah. that one-on-one feel and I'm allowed to go a little off the grid in those privates so I can apply some animal flow or some, some floor work or that kind of thing. Um, so that'll be filling my gaps in my schedule, but that's, I start January 3rd. So that's my like new year, new job. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. exciting. And, uh, and I mean, it extends further to that. I think, I think we, we touched on it a little bit before your, did we, I, I feel like one of the episodes that you were last on when we were talking about kind of leading up to the, the pitch presentation Oh, yeah. I yeah, think we I talked think a bit about that. We talked, yeah, because I was on, uh, I think after I, I remember talking about, like, I got runner-up, so I remember talking about that. Yeah. I think. Um, <laughs> maybe not. I, I or maybe I just yeah. talked to you. Yeah. Sometimes I have a hard time discriminating, <laughs> like, our conversations versus the podcast, because yeah. it's the same thing. Um, but if not, to if people don't remember or know what we're talking about, um, remember it has an asterisk beside it, because we don't know it. <laughs> It's to be remembered. Um, yeah, I was doing a, an entrepreneurship competition here in Peterborough called Cubs Lair. And it's kind of like uh, Dragon's Den or Shark Tank or all those shows. Much less intense. But <laughs> essentially, you, you give a pitch and you have five minutes to prove yourself to these uh, this panel of uh, pretty highly qualified judges. Like yep. They've got some pretty cool... Um, achievements and statuses mm-hmm. and uh and then you have i think four minutes of question and answer period and they kind of grill you on things that that might uh make you stumble but uh yeah and then they pick a winner so i got runner up in that one um the winners did really they're they're cool, cool. they were um like a recycled paper like so they take paper from universities like they're trying mm-hmm. to get into corporations anything that's like you know, places where there's a lot of extra paper left over. Sure. And they create it into those, um, like, reusable food – or not reusable, sorry, disposable food containers, like, so to-go oh, containers. Wow. And um, I think they do plant pots, too. And just basically they form – it's like they form this paper into any shape that <laughs> can that's, uh, yeah, that's handle it. Really so it's cool. a sustainable movement. And uh, mm-hmm. because they're part of – um, Fleming is the group that they like. They came from a group in Fleming, so they're trying to go pretty big across uh, at least Peterborough mm-hmm. universities and colleges and stuff. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Although I found out that Michael, one of the judges, was their teacher. So I think that's a little bit, <laughs> a little bit fishy. Maybe, but uh, <laughs> but no, it was a cool experience. Awesome. Yeah. But and then so that's for your yes, new business right yes so i don't know that i've announced or i've talked about this on the podcast i, I think you only announced it once on your instagram i've only talked about it once a little yeah bit, so. so i have to to keep pushing that for um sure. yes i am starting my own business and it is launching the first of january uh, probably the second of january based on how life goes <laughs> but uh yeah so i have created this little wellness mecca called flow codes and essentially it is doing everything that I love to do mm-hmm. and it's combining every modality that I've learned into one thing, which That's, is really great. Like yeah. I'm finally starting to see all my achievements come full circle and I'm like, I'm doing something with all this stuff. So what I'm offering, um, is a handful of things. So first and foremost, I'll be doing online personal training. And my biggest goal and my biggest intention with that is to make it the most personal experience you can get, even though it's online. So I will be offering very 
um, I'll be working very closely with my clients and I don't need to go into details on how that's going to work. You can message me if you're interested. <laughs> um, and then I'll be doing a little bit of meal planning. Um, so it's not my like biggest priority, but I do want to, you know, have two to three clients a month with uh, meal planning to just help people get on track. It's something that I really, I really enjoy doing, um, with my natural medicine schooling. I'm, I've learned how to, um, really individualize people and make mm-hmm. sure that I meet everyone exactly where they're at. And so if, if you're tired of, you know, eating the chicken, rice and broccoli every day, um, come talk to me and I will teach you how to eat bountifully and colorfully and abundantly and still reach your goals. Yeah. Um, so that's my goal with the nutrition staff. And then the big thing I'm doing, I'm calling them the codes. So the idea here is that you can learn how to just actually code or hardwire more flow into your life and it's a subscription service so every month um whoever subscribes will get four guided meditations and they're all themed for that month and so january is all about kind of resetting yourself but then also um ambition at the same time as grounding Hmm. so it's like yeah you want to drive yourself forward like we're all a little bit like I don't care if you're one of those resolution scrooges or not. Like we all feel a little extra pep in our step in January. We do. So (laughs) I'm rolling with that energy. (laughs) So I want to talk about ambition, but I want to also talk specifically to the people who are like me, who run a little too fast and too hard with that ambition. So kind of balancing that out. Mm -hmm. So that's the January meditations. And then um, it'll be a two-tiered subscription service. So you can just get the meditations for $15 a month, or you can go $30 a month, and that's going to get you the meditations plus breath work, uh, plus a morning routine, journal prompts, a little video from me, and then newsletters and that kind of a thing. Cool. Um, but yeah, so that's my new endeavor, and it is uh, it feels bigger than me, but I think that that's a good thing. For sure. And I'm, I'm really excited. It's going to be good. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I've got New Foss Media working hard on my website. It, there yeah. is a teaser page up right now. If you go to flowcodesptbo.com, okay. um, you can see it has a countdown for when it's launching, which is Sweet. kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> it, for sure. Yeah. That's really awesome. Um, it's exactly, you know, it's all it's all coming together, mm-hmm. doing the things that you love to do. And, yeah. and yeah. I think, well, definitely the, the attraction is is it's all these things combined yeah, into one that um, we don't often see as much of, mm-hmm. um, but it's very much aligned with what you talk about and what you do. So totally. it makes it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And, uh, I really like to bring like a little mindfulness and like a little meathead together in one shot. Like you, yeah. you often find personal training and meal planning together. Like that is, they go together. They're a thing, right? Yeah. But that's a lot of body and not a lot of mind. And so I really like to make sure that even my, my training clients uh, to date, I really like to make sure that they're being mindful. They're eating mindfully and mm-hmm. um, they're moving mindfully so that you can just connect better to everything you do. Uh, so that's my biggest mission with this. So even my training clients will be getting, you know, the, the full, um, I haven't decided if they're getting the full codes, but they'll mm-hmm. definitely be getting a lot of mindfulness work one-on-one. Cool. Um, are those the online or in person? Those are the online. Gotcha. Yeah. In person will obviously like, you know, you get me, so I'll be talking yeah. about that stuff and yeah. it'll be with Pilates and it's really hard to not be mindful about your movement in Pilates hundred percent. because you'll just, you'll fall off the reformer <laughs> if you, <laughs> you won't actually, but um, yeah, you need to, you need to be in your mind and your body at the same time, which is why I love it so much. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, so awesome. that's what's going on for me. Yeah, is- and uh, so as far as the like, as far as the online clients go, mm-hmm. um, you're still looking for some for the start of the yeah, year. Yeah, I just put out my call for that mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. And uh, I actually already have three leads off of that. So I'm awesome. only opening five slots to start. So if you want in there, you better like contact me now because things are moving. Yeah. I just posted it yesterday, which is exciting. Um, but yeah, so what I'm looking for really is people who are wanting to work with me long term. So if you think this is a good idea, but you're not quite ready for it yet, that's where you can opt for. I'll have these like pre-designed programs that you can pay and it'll be a little bit less expensive and um, you can kind of play with that before you really dive deep with me. So what I'm looking for is the people who are already ready to dive deep. Mm -hmm. People who already have a bit of a base and a bit of body awareness because let's be real, like I cannot do that much over the internet in terms of like sure um making sure that you feel brave and safe and movement and that kind of a thing in terms of hands-on guidance Mm -hmm. yes i will be there for my clients but yeah i'm looking for people who uh who are ready to go and i'm hoping you know three months contracts with people which would be awesome because that's where you really start to see the results Mm -hmm. um and that kind of a thing but yes calling all clients Calling two more clients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jump on that totally. really quick if you're interested because, uh, yeah, it won't last long. No, so. and, and I, I think I'm, I'm packing a pretty powerful punch with uh, with all my new certifications and the new things I can teach. So I'm not sure. distri- discriminating um, between people who want to work out at a gym or people who want to work out at home because I have all kinds of tricks up my sleeve. So yeah, there's no limitations with what you can do or what I can do with you. Yeah, and... Uh, like definitely with Pilates, but also animal flow is so much fun to do anywhere. So fun. It doesn't even require that big of a, like a space. I mean, you need a space, like (laughs) probably like the the square footage of your body (laughs) and then you're good to go. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and it's, it's a killer workout. It may look, I mean, you make it look so easy. Uh, Like anybody (laughs) that's a, you know, certified animal flow person, Mm-hmm. makes it look really easy but is it is ridiculously hard and, and we're all faking that look anyway it your is... entire body will be screaming <laughs> after like a, even not even totally. that long of a like a flow so that is awesome yeah yeah it's fun um so yeah that's what's, that's what's going on on my end i got lots of things cooking they've been cooking for a long time in the mm-hmm. background and now i can finally talk about it and that feels scary but also really real um well that's good yeah right it's uh I don't, it's something like that I, I've start, I've realized more that you've got to, you do have to put it out in the world to some extent. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. that's like, it, that's probably the scariest part, but it's also yeah. one of the, the starting points. And once you get, yeah. once, I mean, I think, you know, we, we've talked about this. It's like that reliability or integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, the more that you do it and the more that you identify as somebody that follows through with, with what they say they're going to do or what you, you say it. that you're going to do, uh, it, it it opens a lot of doors or it makes you achieve a lot more because... It is a big growth factor. Yeah. Like, it is so... You feel at some point, if you've promised yourself this reliability or integrity that you say something and if you don't do it, you feel like you've failed <laughs> or you feel like you've done yourself a disservice. Like, it feels... Like your mom's disappointed in you, yeah. that feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, 
but I also think like, yeah, if, if you don't accomplish it, but that's something that you've wrapped your identity up in eventually like it, it, maybe it's a deadline or something you're trying mm-hmm. to reach. And let's say for instance, you don't actually reach it. Um, like as you, as you do this more and more, you start to realize that, or you start to develop it into like, okay, I didn't meet the deadline, but I'm not just going to give up on it. No. And so it, yeah. it still keeps moving forward. And, exactly. uh, and that's like, I don't know. It's really something that's valuable to, to learn or realize. And, um, it just, just like with anything else, it's about putting in the reps Yeah, and, totally. uh, and yeah, like putting in the reps is, is what kind of leads into what I've just decided say, you, to you gotta talk about your story now because you're <laughs> doing, story, doing yeah. some rj things <laughs> yeah I, and i kind of like i jumped the gun because i got excited and told sigh about it last week but uh that's okay it, it was it was worthwhile anyway so i've I, I kind of you know reflecting on it i told you this that it seems like the the winters are when i just have this calling to write more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh and just kind of like as I've started to reflect on everything that's happened in the past year and, uh, and, and like not just the past year, but years prior to just like building up this experience on how to really like accomplish what I like to call these dream goals in capital letters, because mm-hmm. they're, they're things that you don't necessarily even have to achieve to see immense growth and progress in your own life. Um, obviously it's really amazing when you can actually reach that endpoint and open up flow codes from it just kind of being like an idea in mm-hmm. your head that you want to start your own thing and no longer, you know, work for somebody else as a trainer, etc. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and like the pieces, like I still read, <laughs> I, I always say I read t- way too many books but like I you read found, a lot of books. I, don't I found know if a good too balance. Many. <laughs> I found a good balance in actually like in, in taking action on what I read as well as still right. reading a lot. So, um, and, and it's funny yesterday I got the email from my Goodreads account, which summarizes how many books I've read in the year. Oh, cool. And this year I intentionally didn't set a goal because something that Goodreads is like a social media platform for book lovers okay. does cool. is you can set your book goal for the year. Right. And last year it was, it was, I think in, so in 2018, I think I set a, a goal of 12 books, right? Oh, Just like that's, yeah. the, that's the standard one, or it might've been 20 or whatever, but then like I I'm became sure you, like, fiercely competitive yeah. about it. <laughs> and then it shows you how many books your friends have read. So I ended up reading like 70 books I, in 2018. Yeah. Um, and so I did not do that this year. I ignored that every, I get the prompt all the time. Like you, do you want to oh, set yeah. a, a They know how to gamify goal. that. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to set a goal of how many books you're going to read this year? And I always just ignored it. But, um, so anyway, the long story short is I'm, I've read like another 53 books this year kind of thing. Wow. So I'm, at That's... least I'm on pace with like the whole quote unquote, the average CEO reads there you go. 52 books a oh, year. Oh, is that the, oh, you yeah. just beat them. Yeah. So what is, them. that's like one a week. One a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not to you. For me it is. I've read like, um, I've probably read maybe five books in completion this year. 
yeah. which is pretty, it no, feels dirty. I used to be, <laughs> I used to be an avid reader like you when yeah. I was in high school. And then, and then I think university, I have to come out of that taint of just like, I'm tired of reading. Yeah. That but. it took me, um, it took me three or four years after university to, yeah. To so, get back to it. So yeah. you'll, you'll I'm probably get around there. I'm yep, getting there. Totally. I just finished The Alchemist actually for the first time. Nice. That's a fantastic book. It is. Yeah. Like, that's on my list to reread because that's, that's, a, it's, yeah. I, just, I finished it and then also put it on my list to reread because I'm like, this is just like the most wonderful metaphor. It is. Yeah. I, it's been a long time, so I can't even, I've got it. Yeah. That's cool. It's a good little story, too. It, it kind of takes story. you away from, like, I, I really love nonfiction, but every yep. now and then it's nice to get a fiction book that you still connect to. Well, it's and when it's, it's like, got those deep, those deep, like, uh, allegories for something in real yeah. life that yeah. it makes it, um, because storytelling is, is essential to, is essential to how we learn the best. Totally. Um, and that's why, so that's why even people that are, you know, diehard nonfiction readers see a lot of value. Like Ryan Holiday just, he did this course called Read to Lead right. yes, uh, yes, yes. a couple months ago that I, I followed through with. And it, it's sort of what inspired my desire to create a course on dream goals. Mm -hmm. I don't have all the fancy software that he does to have it come out one day at a time. But my right. intention with the what I'm calling 2020 vision is that you do it over the course of a week. Cool. Uh, so it's I I haven't and decided your one book a week right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, so I, it's it's not like a full length book. It's a uh, it's supposed I I tried to keep it as concise as possible so that an people e could. What is it like? Yeah, I haven't decided if I'm going to like break it. I think I'm going to keep it as one book so that if somebody wants to print it, they don't have to open all these different PDFs and then yeah, print them yeah. all off individually. So it's a... It's a workbook of sorts then. Well, there's a, there's actually a supplementary yeah. workbook. So there's there's the the course itself is yeah. kind of, is written sequentially as as like a book. It's, mm -hmm. it's like 12,000 words, uh, 52 pages. Okay. I think, and uh, or something like that, and and then there's about 15 pages of workbook questions cool. that you're supposed to do alongside each day. So there's space for writing it down in the workbook. Although I really encourage, you know, we're we're already like way on board with this. I really encourage people to pick up like a journal and a planner mm -hmm. that's paper to go okay. along with it. Um, just get off on that stuff. Like I am so excited. <laughs> I, I give some. I give some um, I alternatives for the more in, what, November for yeah. next year. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, go on. That was no. It's okay. That was actually part of a little bit part of the inspiration behind mm. why I did this too. Because cool. when I picked those up, I'm like, I mean, we talk about it a lot, but just anything that can encourage people to use those those tools that just seem to be superior for productivity and, and you want to talk about why that is can we put some science behind this so yeah, that totally. people can actually like not just think that we're being old-fashioned yeah you go ahead yeah so i did write about it in <laughs> yeah, the book good. as well because um and i didn't like belabor the point because uh We've, we've talked about it before, and mm -hmm. I, like I said, I tried to keep it really succinct, and, you know, it's stuff that we geek out on a lot, but um, <laughs> as long as everybody knows why it's working, then it's important. So It is important. So the reason that I've 
made this with a workbook that you can print out and write down on mm -hmm. is part of the reason too. Um, like actually writing helps to join, basically join forces between your left and right brain. Yes. When you're, when you're writing something down and I mean, it's so new, you know, like the, the tablet style of writing it down. I think it probably works fairly similar. I think yeah, I there's still, I'm sure they've studied it in a recent article. Somewhere. It's probably getting there. And I yeah. think you're, you're probably part of the way, but, um, I just find the retrievability of stuff that you've written down in, a, in an actual paper mm -hmm. journal of some sort, whether it's a bullet journal that's more for like productivity and tasks, um, or if it's just, you know, like a, a diary style journal where you're writing down your long form thoughts each day, mm -hmm. it it stores it in your brain in such an incredible way that you're like, oh, I know exactly where that is. Mm -hmm. And you can go back in through your journals that you've kept track of or that you've kept and and really quickly find things. And the, the bullet journal does a great job of, of um, organizing that, um, even mm -hmm. like schematizing it to yeah. an even greater extent so that you can actually really quickly find stuff. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I find really useful with it. Um, cool. But yeah, it's all about, it's all about how this actually primes your brain. Like actually, like the more it's, it's wild to me, but it so works. Like the more, the more inputs you can put in your body of the same thing. Yep. Like we're reading it, you're thinking about it, and you're writing it. So you're actually feeling it. This is like you're literally coding that into your body. And it's so – it's like, you know, things you put more red flags around, you're going to notice more yeah. than just something that you put in a dark corner somewhere where you're like, oh, yeah, I'll remember that later. Mm -hmm. And I think in this day and age with brains that work at hyperspeed, it is so important. If you have stuff that you need to prioritize. Yeah. You gotta write it down. Like you have to, you have to get it in your brain and many outputs. And for some reason, I don't fully know the answer to this. You might. Um, it's been a while since I've studied it. Is that like typing does not do the same thing as writing? Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I think there's just there's an actual like part in our brain. I forget which lobe it is, but it one of the sides of your brain that like writing is actually a thing that it, your brain picks up on. Yeah. Right. Versus, I don't think typing maybe will evolve towards that, but maybe. I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's probably mostly based on on the the evolution of it, but I think mm -hmm. it's also um, I, I don't know if there's anything to do with with the writing. I think the writing is also because of like the the crossing of the hemispheres. I mm -hmm. think that that the act of writing um, itself is more like the right brain like creative aspect and then right. but once it's uh, but or i might be i might be back maybe it's like the logical side of the brain is actually involved in in the writing part of it and but it's the thoughts right that are the, that the are creative right driving brain. the writing that, yeah yeah and so that's where you get this integration of the two hemispheres into the writing of it and then seeing it on paper just works I think it's just because we haven't evolved like mm. screens. We haven't evolved to basically interpret that as information as well as yeah. stuff that's written down on paper. Yeah. And I don't and, think like evolution is slow, guys. So I don't yeah. think that's going to happen in this lifetime. <laughs> like I think that maybe in a couple hundred years, those people will be able to schematize computer words 
great. Yeah, maybe. But that's when the computer will just be in your brain anyway. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe that's the evolution. Maybe <laughs> just um, grow a computer brain. So yeah, and then like you said, the sort of red flags around things. This also works extraordinarily well for priming our subconscious. Um, which is, which the is 95% other, which, of your brain. So yeah. that's a good thing to work with. Which is the other side of this that is, um, sounds like the secret, right? Like the, mm-hmm. you know, people think it's, um, it's like magical or whatever. It's not magical. There's actually the <laughs> science behind it. it. <laughs> yeah. You're just not aware that like yeah. your, your subconscious does a, like, yeah, 95%. It, it does a lot of the processing yeah. for you. And I did include a couple examples of this in the book because otherwise people think it's just something magical or woo woo, but Mm -hmm. it's, uh, so, you know, when you've, when you've got that Amazon package that you ordered, that's out for delivery, you see way more Canada post trucks or you see way more UPS trucks because your subconscious is, is, is active on that. Or if you're shopping for a car and the red car, and these are things that actually there's, there's actual research there's studies that we know for a fact that if you're shopping for a red car you're going to notice more red cars in your environment sure that's like that's the whole idea behind like manifesting and again that's people think it's like it's all spiritual whatever it's just it's just that yeah like if you if you intend to create this thing in your life Mm -hmm. yeah it goes down into that subconscious and then you're going to be like, whoa, look at that. It's happening. Yeah. You created that and your brain's cooking it the Mm -hmm. whole time. Right. And so you're actually priming yourself towards it. And that's why like thinking positive thoughts and not self-sabotaging thoughts is so important Yeah. because your brain, like it's just, it's an input output machine and and we're not aware of most of it. Totally. So we really need to be careful Mm -hmm. what we put in there. And so these are the things that I include in the, in the, the course. So, um, just kind of quickly going through the different sections obviously it's a it's like it's about what your 2020 vision is what you see for yourself not only in the year 2020 but for the next decade um, and beyond Um, but it's building up the tools that you can use on a daily basis to get to that bigger goal so day one is all about goal setting it's figuring out what that dream goal is so there's a lot of I encourage, that's why I want people to spend time on this and not just race through it Yeah, is it takes time to actually know whether you have to go for a long walk, meditate on it, figure out what your dream goal is. Yeah. It's, it's, that's not done. You know, Rome wasn't no, built in a day. No. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so, I mean, I even address that in the book a little bit on, it doesn't have to be your ultimate dream goal. You're still putting in the reps to figure out how this whole process works, so you can be better when the opportunity presents itself. I was going to say itself. totally, like even just starting that kind of thinking. Even if it's just the ball rolling. Even if it's just losing ten pounds when your right. ultimate goal is a hundred pounds, uh, and so then the second part of of day one is all about figuring out what the actionable steps are, Good. because outcome goals alone in my opinion, and the reason I call them dream goals is because that's not the be all end all. It's all mm-hmm. about enjoying the journey that you're on mm-hmm. and, and being able to take action because that's like, that's when you start to find flow and that's when you yeah. start to find meaning is when you're actually enjoying what you're working towards. Yeah. Day two is on, is on, um, is what I call, uh, I like the term time boxing, mm-hmm. which is the whole batching thing. We've talked about this yep. a bit in our, our time management, um, episode and, uh, 
I've just I've started to realize more and more that if you if you stick kind of I would say strictly to uh, some sort of time box schedule, mm-hmm. you become way more efficient with your time. Like I wouldn't say pro- it's not productivity for the sake of productivity. Mm-hmm. It's so that you can accomplish things. It's prioritizing. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's just dedicating your day to the things that are most important. Yeah. And if you can intentionally set out this time box schedule, that means you have to be conscious of what your day looks like, mm-hmm. which means you have to be prepared. You, you have to have a goal to reach. So it's, sure. it's, not just a, a strategy for like making your day run smoother. Yeah. It's really this strategy to yeah help you reach something a lot bigger than just the day. Yeah. So it, there's a lot to it. It's yeah. not just a trendy thing, right? No, for sure. Yeah. Uh, day three is all about monitoring your energy. Mm, so it's so a really important. key thing that I've learned this past year is uh, basically, you know, without energy, nothing gets accomplished. Yeah. And if you're running all the time on a six out of 10 on your energy scale, you're really leaving, you're, you're really not maximizing your potential, whether it's your creative potential, your productivity, whatever, um, your leadership potential, how you're perceived towards by other people. And then there's, then it gets into a little bit more of what I kind of consider filling in some of that time box schedule with things that are going to help you towards your dream goal more. So cool. the, the the next day, I think we're at day four, yep. is uh, is movement, nutrition, and hydration. Very Big. simple things uh, because, so because, you know, it's something that requires coaching for, for, your, you specific, need a coach. <laughs> for your specific needs. So I, they're just like extremely simple tips um, on movement, nutrition, and hydration that I think anybody can accomplish cool. with as minimal, you know, interruptions to good. their That's life good. as possible. That's what people need to realize is that it's it's not going to take over. It can. <laughs> and, Some people yeah. like that. Yeah. But it doesn't have to. No. I myself work out max 50 minutes. Like I don't do. People think I'm in the gym like three hours a day. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. no way. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you can yeah. be efficient with this stuff. And then the final two sections uh, are on some of the stuff that's that's deeper that we've kind of just touched on. So um, gratitude and optimism is a day. And with that comes those affirmations because, mm-hmm. uh, and especially I like to write down the affirmations and just what we talked about, it primes your subconscious to look for opportunities in your environment to accomplish things that you think are even are impossible mm-hmm. essentially. And, uh, and gratitude is also really key to that. Yeah. Like, um, John Travolta. We were just listening yeah. to a podcast with yeah, with yeah. him on Tom Billu. Cool dude. And he was talking about hanging up on the negative person. Yeah. And that's um, that's kind of like you know I I think gratitude and positive thinking it doesn't come natural to everybody. And, no, but it's, a it's train it's a practice and yeah. it's trainable. Yeah. And the more that you practice it, the more that you're like. Once again, positive like energy and positivity. I, there's research showing that people that are more gra- that have more gratitude in their life yep. have higher energy levels. They yeah, have, so. it's like when you like rub your hands together <laughs> and things get hotter, right? Yeah. Like it's it's that I'm getting excited for some reason, but it's uh, it's ener- My mom always said energy gives you energy, and I never cool. really understood that yeah. until I started to get deeper into this stuff. And then I'm just like, yeah, actually, the more that I practice 
you know, uh, gratitude and the more that I choose joy, the better it gets. Like it's way more exciting. And that's that same, like you're making friction. Yeah. But I want to, on that point, share yep. a really practical tip. Um, so I was listening to on my, I, I rode the train back and forth, um, to Toronto from Oshawa. Uh, also, just side note, if you ever have to drive to Oshawa, that parking lot will be the death of you. Like I, one day, if I get cancer, it's going to be because of the stress that was induced in me in the Oshawa Go Station parking lot. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. It's like Boxing Day every day. It is the worst. So just know that. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> on that train ride, I was listening to a podcast from Elevate the Globe. I really like them. And mm-hmm. they they shared, it was like a small tidbit in that they have what they call a lobby talk at the very end where they just kind of hash out a few things. But it was so valuable. I forget what they called it. There was a term for this. But... It's this like really easy practice on basically how to spiral yourself into a good mood. So there's some sort of science behind it. And again, I just took the practice and ignored all the science behind it because I was like, I need this right now. Set a timer. You need, I believe, 78 seconds to be in a better mood. Okay. Okay? That's not a long time. That's a minute and 18 seconds (laughs) or something like that. Um, But you spend the first 17 seconds thinking of anything that brings you joy doesn't matter. And just meditating on that for 17 seconds. We can all handle that. That's not too long. And then you take a thought that comes from there. So something might have popped up in your brain and the next 17 seconds you think about that. And just like, you know, daydream, put yourself in that situation. And you go through these 17 second intervals until you reach that. It's whatever the multiple of 78, 68, I don't know, just over a minute anyway of, of gratitude. And it works Mm -hmm. like it instantly puts you in a better mood yeah you have to drop your ego with this misery loves company thing because like (laughs) i was in a grumpy mood when i listened to it and i was like i don't want to do that so stupid and then i was spiraling the other way so i was like you know what let's do it yeah instantly shifted cool like it's not hokey it really works as long as you actually focus right yeah um but that's such an easy tip so For day, sure. what is that? Day six? That's uh, I think that's day five. Day five. Yeah. Day five. Do, day five. Do spend spend a little over a minute thinking of happy things. For sure. Yeah. My easy peasy. It's uh, I I actually tie it in with um the five minute journal. I'm not sure if you're familiar mm-hmm. with it, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's been extremely effective. So there's three there's three steps to my like the gratitude practice that I'm not going to call it my gratitude practice because I've kind of learned it from primarily from Tony Robbins, his, his perspective. So it's like past, present, future kind of gratitude. So you're, you're reflect or you're, you're interesting. Yeah. So that's where, that's where it ties into the dream goal, right? So you're looking Mm, forward to something, but I find that most people practicing gratitude are always looking forward. That's where Mm. the present moment may be like enjoying, you know, the salt lamp that's in front of you. Yeah. And then the past is like a relate as a relationship somebody you're grateful for mm-hmm. an experience, something in the past that like, and, and that kind of is a more balanced gratitude aspect. So cool. that usually takes no more than three minutes. You yep. kind of like meditate on each one. Um, and writing it down is something that I find once again is, is more powerful, but then yep. you take the time to think about it and it ties in. Then you do the affirmations and you also with the five minute journal, there's also the power list or like the three most important tasks to get done. So it kind of combines it all together into one simple thing that only takes five minutes of your morning. Yeah. And then the final day is there's there's another bonus section on 
on like stress control, but mm-hmm. the final, the real final day is on reflection mm-hmm. because reflection is so important on this whole journey. If you're for two reasons, if you're starting to like get down on yourself or discouraged, yeah. when you look back and this is another reason I really like paper, paper journals, mm-hmm. you can look at how much stuff you've done yeah. in the past whatever term, whether it's the past three months. So the reflection process actually is there's, there's the daily one, cool. which is, uh, is actually sort of based on kind of the thinking of like Ben Franklin and, and Winston Churchill. He had this, this sort of quote that essentially asks himself each day if he was an effective person that day. Hmm. And so that's that's something that the five minute journal actually does really well too is at the end of the day, there's three spots for another gratitude practice. Oh, so cool. three more things of what was really awesome that day. Cool. And then three things that you could have done more effectively or that you could have done better. And so you have this little daily practice, which is really important, especially if you're in the early stages. Mm-hmm. And then they go in further chunks from there. So there's a weekly one that takes, you know, it might take up to an hour um, if especially in the beginning on a weekly basis. If, if you're kind of reflecting and asking yourself how you can be more effective, mm-hmm. it's good to, it's good to get some time on the weekly basis. And then there's monthly or quarterly. And I kind cool. of, I kind of have it. Um, it could be one or the other. It depends on how massive your dream goal is really. If sure. it's, if it's something like getting ready for a bodybuilding competition, mm-hmm. you probably want to do a reflection monthly. Right. Right. To make sure that you're still on track. Yeah. If it's something like opening or, you know, in the past, well, for me, like opening flow spa is one of the examples I use throughout the, throughout the book um, or the course. And that was more like the quarterly works better because it's over like a year and a half. It takes a lot longer. You won't see as much progress on a monthly basis. So quarterly works better. I think that's a really important point for people to just sit on right there is that you're not going to see a lot of progress on a monthly basis. No. And that doesn't mean that it's all like gone to shit. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah. The bigger, the bigger, the bigger, the dream goal, like the longer the process. And that's why, that's why the whole, 2020 visions not about the next year it's about the next decade mm. and the whole quote of i think this is another tony robbins quote originally or he might have got it from somebody else some people shift the time scale but uh you un- you overestimate what you accomplish in a year right and you underestimate what you can accomplish in a decade yeah some people say like five years some people say three years whatever a large chunk of time it's a large chunk right? of time yeah. it's larger than a year yeah. um and that's where like the final step of reflection is an annual reflection, which cool. is where I encourage people to either write like a letter to yourself cool. or post it as a blog post. If you're into sharing it with the world or a vlog, mm-hmm. um, putting it out in the world is, is interesting, but writing it even, to, you know, this, this requires going back through all of your journals, all of your time box schedules for the year, mm-hmm. seeing how ass kicking you were yeah. with everything that you've done. Yeah. Like it blows your mind. If you actually are this, mm-hmm. it, it does take some time to build up this sort of discipline towards it. Cause it's yeah. a lot of, it's a lot of like type a stuff. 
And not sure. everybody's going to jive with it at first. It becomes easier the more that you do Again, this practice. daily practice. It's all a practice, yeah. And and on that year, yearly basis, I basically say it's like a, a chapter in your story. So sure. the reason for this may be just purely for the reflection, the way that the Stoics like to reflect on things. But it may also be because you one day want to have a memoir or whatever. Sure. Or maybe it's just to pass down to your kids like, or yeah. and your grandkids. It doesn't or maybe necessarily... it's just to pat yourself on the back for yep. a second and like take a moment to pause, right? Yeah. Like it's all these things. Yeah. Because yeah. totally. if you don't do that reflection, um, and I think you even sort of mentioned it in the beginning, it's the start of the new year kind of thing. Yeah. You, uh, if you don't take that time and ground yourself, mm-hmm. you, uh, oh, you you'll, you'll burn out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's where reflection is very valuable as like kind of that just a little bit of like a self-care time. Um, exactly. Yes. Yeah. It is so important I th- to me that we look at self-care like outside of bubble baths. Mm-hmm. Like portion of self-care for me yesterday was paying all my parking tickets off, <laughs> taking care of myself and taking care of my life and making sure that my finances are aligned so that I'm setting myself up for success. Yep. You know. In the future. And I think that this is really timely that you're offering this. So, you know, thank you. This is cool. Yeah. Um, and even just maybe this episode hopefully prompts people to take a pause. And even totally. just like if you really can't get yourself to put pen to paper, just take a pause to think about mm-hmm. what started your year and where you are now. And I yeah. guarantee you, if you can get out of your like negative Nelly mindset, you'll find at least one thing that you're proud of. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Right. So sure. like build yourself up a bit before you jump into 2020, because I think it's going to be a big year for a lot of people. Yeah. And you might as well get set up in the right way. Yeah. Right. Like I kind of um, I kind of reflected on the past two decades cool. in the introduction to the, the course. Um, and the reason that I find like. I basically just gave you everything that's in the book, but there is, you know, there's more wow, details. It's going to go deeper there, and it's it, going to be more personal because it's their sure. process, not, not sure. this but, conversation. But, um, and the workbook activities, I think are the reason that I made it like a, a course instead of just a book mm-hmm. is because uh, taking action on it is, is 99% of this whole process. Yep. But I reflected on the past two decades and the way technology's evolved because mm. I've, I've always, I realized that I've always really been quite interested. Like I originally thought I was going to be a computer engineer. I don't know that I knew that about you. Probably not. Cause I don't <laughs> think I have it, it. Like when I kind of got enamored by nutrition and, yeah. and exercise and working out for basketball's sake yeah. is when that kind of took a, a wow. sharp turn. So I like, mean, I guess neuroscience and computer science are very similar, but I guess so. If you but, look at if you look at the circuitry of the brain and yeah yeah, but that was uh like I loved like tech stuff, and so it's I so funny it's funny the introduction <laughs> I, I I just it was it's kind of a weird introduction in a way but I think it makes a lot of sense because I reflect on how vastly different I can recall like technology being from the late nineties when oh, I was playing like magic school bus computer games and, <laughs> and stuff. And, uh, I don't know. That was a thing. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. No, they were awesome. Um, to, to where we're at now where technology is amazing. 
I have the opportunity to mm-hmm. share stuff. You have the opportunity to share stuff through Crazy. flow codes, like through an online business. Yeah, it's wild. But if you don't have the right, I'll call it discipline again. If you don't have the uh, right strategies yeah. in place, you're just going to be scrolling through Instagram instead of actually doing the work that's yeah. going to make your dreams come true. Totally. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Like we we have we all have this opportunity to really do cool stuff, but we need a toolkit in place. And you have yeah, you have to support yourself. Other other to to, yeah, to support yourself and not just um not just get distracted by it. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, part of our sort of passion, enjoyment or philosophy around digital minimalism ties Mm -hmm. in um quite a bit and and all of this stuff kind of comes full circle to a toolkit of things that that will help you actually achieve your dream goals. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. so if anyone wants to pretty, dream in, in was, 2020. For sure. That was like kind of longer, long winded. No, um, it's, but that's, those little nuggets are so important. And I think even if you, even if you don't, you know, dive into this course, like yep. if you're just not into it, I think that you can still pick something up from what you said. So it's cool that you're offering that, but oh, yeah, I highly 100%. recommend to dive deep because this is a really good time of year to do that. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I've also recorded videos for each day too. Nice. Um, yeah, kind of just, uh, it's, it's all, it's very different from any other thing I've put together. Like I did the strongman training course or yep. training program that was, uh, it was essentially like a book. It was 300 pages in length. Damn. It had much more of like a narrative structure to the seasons of Strongman. Yeah. And it didn't have like a lot of other stuff. It did have like, you know, the, the different training programs. So for like beginners and sure. intermediates, um, but, and, and like a lot of bonus stuff, but not like the workbook stuff that I find. Um, like I mean, you'll even find, cause book, book yourself solid. That book yeah, that yeah, I yeah. gave you and Jordan, like, yeah. I, a lot of people are doing it and I think it's such a cool move because um, like some people have it in themselves already to to take action on what they learn in the book in, in a book that they've read mm-hmm. and I know a lot of a lot of the smartest people say if you're not taking action on the book you've read you've just wasted your time um, let the mic drop for a second right there yeah seriously though and and so that's something that it's cool that a lot of these books that are coming out, even in the past year or so, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of authors have started to realize how valuable this is. And, you know, there's additional downloadable workbooks and stuff. Yeah. People need help with that application, yep. right? Because I think it does get overwhelming of just like, it's 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 an open circuit in your brain being like, I don't know where to put this information, but that you kind of get that anchoring with the, the practical application. And, For sure. And for those of us that are no longer in school but kind of missing it, it's like it's fun to have that sort of structure back in life, right? Yeah. It's like I've got a yeah. – cool, I've got something to do. Yeah. Book plus workbook equals success. Let's yeah. go. And yeah. it sometimes gets tiring. Like I uh, I try to do sort of book summaries or book reviews of every book that I read, but uh, I've kind of gotten way behind schedule. And even the workbooks because when I go through so many – of these books and now they a lot of them have activities that you gotta digest it slow right yeah 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 Yeah. so that's where you know i'm still trying to find the right pacing for myself um with everything that i read Uh, as long as i'm taking action though 
sort of first, you know, the create before consume once yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I find that that sort of satisfies the balance because I it's a. Uh, cool. I forget, I'm paraphrasing it, but Seneca had a quote that really stood out to me a lot about this that I really liked. He talked about somebody that just reads becomes sort of like um, soft and, and mushy and somebody that just writes becomes too rigid. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, you, you got to find that. Quote, that. So I think I so. I forget which, which episode it was, but yeah. you shared it somewhere. As yeah, I opened the door and it said closed and I heard silence, Instantly, I remembered it's Thursday morning. Yeah, we're going to feature you on the podcast. (laughs) It'll be Wednesdays after the new year. Yeah, we're going to shift into Wednesdays. 2020. 2020 Wednesday. (laughs) Yes, a little bit, just because my schedule's changing, so it's a little easier Wednesday morning than it is Thursday morning. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. 2020 is going to be good. It's going to be good. For sure. There's no doubt. Yeah. Well, I'll listen to this episode, and you'll uh, you'll hear what. Actually, oh, have you uh, have you spilled the your beans? Tony was the first person I told about cool. the, the the course that I was working mm-hmm. on. Yeah. So oh, this is it. The we're, big we're, release. Uh, well, I actually kind of like leaked it last week with Sai um, because he just got me so excited about talking about this it. This is like the yeah. official breakdown. Like the official, you go pretty deep into it. Yeah. Which this is, cool. is the official. I, I have to tell you something that after I left here and you were like the 2020 vision. Yeah. Um, I came home to Janet and I was like, oh, you don't like. RJ's doing this thing. And I was like, didn't you name a workshop 2020 vision? Oh, did she? There's like a January 3rd, like Reiki uh, workshop. I might have oh, a, a vision board. It's a vision board workshop. Oh, she okay. Does. What's her name? Vision. What is, what is she I feel like, is she on Facebook with her event? Or? Probably. Well, she I is. I do have a subtitle. Yeah. So oh, good. Okay. Look over that's yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are doing the 2020 vision Probably, thing. It's, it's catchy. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it, it only comes it's, around once. Yeah. <laughs> so It's true. 2040, yeah, you could do it. 2040 vision. So yeah, 20 that's, years from now. Yeah, it'll we'll get a little empire. sharper. You could do it from your Cuban <laughs> villa. <laughs> you moving to Cuba? Is that part of your dream goal? That is big Cuba. He's like, 2040 vision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... That's a, He'll be a Tony Robbins by then. I know, yeah. there's no doubt. Yeah, and we'll be like, we knew him first, guys. <laughs> You'll bring Tony Robbins in his wheelchair. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest yes, today. <laughs> he won't jump anymore at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so we've added this, the light because it just brightens the whole scene and makes it mm-hmm. really, like better oh, for Oh, it's night YouTube. and day. <laughs> yeah. I remember one. our first episode and I looked back on the Instagram post. I'm like, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in like a dark. I, yeah. I might as well be behind the yeah. blinds when I'm talking. Yeah, because like we started with the comfy chairs both, so it's all backlit. We're just shadows. It's so dark, <laughs> um, and so you know, shifting it but getting the light in adds yeah. some more brightness to the scene. It's amazing. Like, how did you know to do like this? Or well, just self research? He's been, just like, yeah. He's just on I've it. I've been obsessed with uh, <laughs> with um, like learning the whole like photography, cinematography. We need to go over our biggest lesson, our biggest lesson but you need year. to finish your thought on Seneca because you just started, Oh, you just started talking about, I don't know how you're going to throw this together, but uh, if there is a, a pause in there, it's because Tony came in and, and wished us a Merry Christmas, but, yeah. um, what's up, Tony? I know hey, you're Tony. listening to this. <laughs> yeah. You just, you're probably still hearing us. Um, <laughs> you were saying about the, the reading is is okay and writing is okay but doing both is 
is the is, way to go. Yes. Yeah, and and um, I've got to find the quote again because I really it's one of my favorite quotes from Seneca. Yeah, I don't remember just, which podcast you put that on. It was very early on. It was one of the first, I think. Was it? Yeah. I think. Oh, it seems like yesterday to me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a good quote, but um, maybe I'll I'll put the actual full quote in the show notes because it is it is a really fun one that I like. But cool. yeah, you just you um you can't well Seneca's thoughts and I definitely agree with it is you can't just read and you can't just write uh you've got to combine the two so that you're getting some inspiration from others and you're also creating something of your own yeah and and kind of yeah just weaving it together is just really I don't know it's well, it's, it's really that whole important. thing we just talked about, that left and right brain integration, yep. right? And Totally. And ultimately, writing is creating, regardless of whether or not you're following a prompt, like a writing prompt, you're yep. still using your own content, right? Yeah. So it's still that creative process in a way. Yeah. Well, and another favorite book from this year was was Creative Calling, right? Mm-hmm. And I've talked about it a, a bunch. And, and uh, like, the whole idea, the central idea that Chase Jarvis has with that is that everything's a creative task, whether you're programming code on a computer, yeah. whether you're knitting bow ties for Christmas Oh presents. my gosh, don't even, I hate sewing. I have learned that I hate sewing. Oh, it's still man. creative. Um, it's still even creative. Even if you're not good at it. Um, yep. It is something that's a creative act. You're creating something new. I was whether- shaking my fist at you last night because I was like... This is living. I'm, I'm sewing these cardigans for people for Christmas, and it's a simple design, but I just hate sewing so much. And then I it was like, RJ, this is proof you can get into flow without being passionate about it. Maybe that's I why you had like, a dream of me being like a slave, <laughs> a slave worker. Probably. Yeah, you're- probably. I was just like, oh, this is flow. I hate that I'm in flow right now. I don't like sewing. <laughs> Because I like the first night I sewed, I got one cardigan done and I was like, I hate this. I'm going to bed. Yeah. And then last night I did five. Cool. So clearly I was in flow. Yeah. Like it took me the same amount of time to do one as I did five. Okay. But that's hilarious. I just wish that I had fun doing it because <laughs> they would have been way better. But uh, they yeah. weren't made with love. I can tell you that much. They were made with frustration. <laughs> but I did it. I did it. Amazing. Oh, um, geez. But yeah, so basically everything's a creative, creative, um, Task, endeavor, project. Yeah, yeah. Don't I think don't box yourself in on thinking creativity is just the arts. And that is a huge and, part of and, it. But and Chase Jarvis wants everybody to know that everybody's got this in them, and creativity is a practice. Yeah. Just like productivity is a practice. Absolutely. Uh, yep. The more that you do it, the better you get. It's like building a muscle. Exactly. Um. So since we've we've gone over time, we had that awesome little uh, chat with Tony. <laughs> Let's let's do this yeah, is gonna be the last podcast of twenty nineteen. Yeah. We're going into twenty twenty with I think bigger and better goals with oh the podcast yeah. and fired up for Who knew where on. this was gonna go? I didn't. Yeah. Right? But let's yeah, let's keep going. So yeah, for sure. I think um one thing that um I mean I've got way too many lessons so what's the the big business lesson i heard this on a podcast and it's the you know the question what's like the biggest business lesson you've you've taken from this past year yeah and uh i've got so many i've got some that like i kind of talk about that have kind of become enmeshed in me as as personal rules you know um the the big one is I guess one of the most important that I like to share now is never make a decision on the same day that it's presented to you. 
Mm. Always yeah, sleep you on talk it. Yeah, about that a lot. If, if yeah. something is so good that you've got to decide and act on it today or the opportunity's gone. Might be a little impulsive. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it um, because you might, you know, you might get burnt with it. Um, yeah. But... So that that's kind of I'm going with two. That was that's that fine. was one. Yeah. Number two is the one I really want to focus on, and that's a. It was a really cool idea. There was um, I think a Matt Diavella, uh, YouTube episode on it, and he's he's become huge. I think he's only been on YouTube for a year, but he cool. created the documentary called The Minimalists with oh, with yeah. The Minimalists. So you've yeah, probably yeah, yeah. seen that one on Netflix. It's Netflix, yeah. That was Nat, Matt Diavella who gotcha. who created produced etc filmed it um and he's he's got over a million subscribers on youtube in one year and he had this episode called the three-year rule and it was based around these two guys from australia that started a podcast and they committed to doing it for three years mm. and because basically once again with the whole underestimating what you can accomplish in it in three years 10 years, whatever yeah. versus what you overestimating what you can accomplish in one year. And I think that applies to basically anything you do. So if you commit two, three years mm. on whatever you do, it's just going it, to, it's going to be real growth. If you stop I after like a year, because most people are like, well, I'll just dip my toes and see how it feels. But yeah. three years is commitment. So you yep. just, you gotta, you gotta be reliable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, cool. um, yeah, that's that's the one. Like, I, I didn't know this before opening Flow Spa, but I guess my my grandpa had a philosophy that it takes five years to see if a business is going to be success. Similar yeah. idea, three years, five years. It doesn't really matter what the number is. Yeah. Uh, everybody's kind of got a different number because things don't operate on just like a, a day-by-day thing. It's, no. it's the big picture. So the, th- the three-year rule yeah. is uh, something I'm... I'm down to commit to for the podcast. See? Something I'm down to commit mm-hmm. to for Flow Spa. <laughs> yeah. You know, cool. all of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's my big one. Cool. So, yeah, go big. Yeah. Dream big. Dream Great. big and, and, and at least, commit. you know, commit to it for three years. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's, I think that's really important, um, especially in this day and age when everything's so high paced and so yeah. fast, like we forget to slow down and like nurse it and enjoy the experience. And I think giving yourself three years, it kind of lets you, okay, yeah. sink into it. Let's go. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, yeah, that's where reflection comes into it too. Yeah. Like you've still got a lot, yeah. a lot yeah. of trail left on your journey. So yep. um, don't get down on yourself. You've, Huge. You you don't know yet if it's only been six months or a year, how things are going exactly. Like yeah. you, you might n- have noticed a trend, but if you've got that commitment and you say that you're going to stick to three years, keep going. Yeah, and I think that your dreams. It's kind of like this, um, like a reverse funnel where you start small and then like you start to realize your capacities grow bigger and bigger, and then exactly over the three years, like you level up. Right? It's not yep. just the same journey for three years. You don't go into it with that mindset. It's like okay. Here's year one. Here's month one of year one. Yeah. Where are we going? Yeah. Right? Yeah. For sure. Cool. Um, it's my biggest business lesson. I I mean, I've been, I was thinking about this the other day. I've been kind of subcontracted for a long time. Like I've, I've been my own business within a business for a long time, but mm-hmm. I've not been my own business ever before until now. 
So I had a bit of a hard time thinking of this because I was like, what do I enjoy about being subcontracted versus what's what's happening here? Yeah. And what I'm realizing is as someone who's going into business totally solo, my biggest lesson is like, no one's going to do this for you. <laughs> no one's going to make sure that you're on track. Like you have to be your own agent. You have to be your own boss. You have to be your own employee. No one's going to network for you. This stuff isn't magic. It takes work. It takes action. And so that's, I think action is kind of my biggest lesson is that if I don't put myself out there, no one's going to know about me. They're not just going to happen upon me. It's not my client's job to find me. It's my job to find my client. Mm -hmm. And so that's been, you know, I am my own social media manager. I have to make sure that I'm pumping out regular content yeah. that's quality and that connects with people. And I have to make sure that I'm doing what I say I'm going to do. And, and I also have to make sure that I'm chilling out when I say I'm going to chill out because I think, and I'm sure many entrepreneurs can relate to this. It gets real exciting. And then yeah. you can fry yourself just based on like not knowing when to, you know, sit out for a minute and enjoy your life and do that other hobby that you've put on the back burner. Um, so yeah, action, I think in that, like that comment of just like support yourself, that has been really huge for me, both with my mental health and my physical health, but then also, also with my business. It's just like, okay, here's my goal. How do I get there? Like, I need a media company to help me because I don't know web development. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, I've got that in my back pocket. For I'm sure. really blessed with that. And yeah. I've got a photographer in my back pocket. <laughs> I've been really, really well supported and I'm super grateful for that. Yeah. Um, but just making sure that all your bases are covered because no one's going to do it for you. Yep. So take action support yourself through it and sit down when you need to sit down because you got to charge your batteries. That's been so far my biggest lesson for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the mic drop of all mic drops. There we go. Yeah. 2019. Done. See you next year, everybody. Merry <laughs> yes. Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you so much for, you know, tuning in to this mm -hmm. podcast. And I yeah. think, um, it's so, I told Cy this and it's so hard to, even know like podcasts are such a a funny and interesting style of of media because it's really really hard to actually know who's tuning in because it's downloaded to your phone and yeah. it's no longer online and yeah. so it's it's so you don't really see the analytics you don't the same see way the that... analytics the same way but yeah. uh we do see it through like the youtube views and stuff and True. we are yep. we are reaching people we're getting comments from people in person yeah and so yeah thank you so much for being a part of this journey yeah it's so really far. it's really cool because i i think i forget a lot because you do more of the media side of this like i i forget a lot that uh we're doing this for people because it's just a lot of fun like it i is. just have so much fun having these conversations that yep. i'm like right we're actually reaching people yep damn that's for sure really cool and really humbling but, absolutely yeah so thank you thank you for everyone who's tuned in and and we're excited to see where this goes i guess in the next three years <laughs> if not just in 2020 <laughs> yeah um because who knows if you and if you want to be a guest on here like we're always looking for people so yeah reach out and we're trying to and you know keeping it at least still for now keeping it local because that's really resonating with mm -hmm. everybody that's tuning in you know it, it yeah, we're it's taking regular Joes, but we're really highlighting, you know. That everybody's got their flow. Yeah. And that yeah. even the conversation just, uh, it, it's all it's all linked to finding meaning and flow. And mm -hmm. yeah, awesome. Cool. 
All right, that's that, it. That's, that's a wrap. It. That's a wrap. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs>As always, thank you for listening to the Flowcast. If you like listening to this podcast, I really encourage you to go and leave us a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us or subscribe on Spotify or on YouTube if you like the, the video versions. Also forward it to a friend you think could benefit from the information in this episode or any other episode. It really helps to spread the word and we definitely appreciate it. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you again next time.